Pooey gooey Hong Kong fooey It's your boy Big Breezy A.K.A. Be Nice A.K.A. The Guru A.K.A. The Five Time Champion A.K.A. I'm gonna help you win a championship And thank you so much for joining me On this beautiful, beautiful April the 20th Monday I'm here with you You here with me You know what time it is It's zone coverage time, baby Let's go Let's go We've been through the running backs. We've been through the receivers. It's quarterback time now, man. I got a little quarterback talk for you guys. I'm a running back, but I got a little information for you for quarterbacks, guys. You know what I'm saying? We got quarterbacks 1 through 20. I'm going to do things a little differently today. I'm going to try to fit in uh, 20 quarterbacks into this one show instead of dividing it up into two. That way we can get started on the tight ends, and then you know what's happening later this week. The draft. Yes. So... Let's get right into it. I got some new. I got a little bit of news for you guys. I got a few segments for you guys. So, and then that way we can get back into these quarterbacks and talk about them. Um, remember, keep sending your emails. You know what it is. BXHarden at Yahoo.com. You know what I'm saying? Keep hitting me on Twitter. Uh, coverage underscore show. Coverage underscore show on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Zone coverage, baby. Let's get the show started. Let's go. News and headlines. We got a light day today Um, Not much to really talk about I do want to talk about the Leonard Fournette situation Uh, You know, he opened up last week and said Hey guys, why don't we bring in Cam Newton? Um, You know, Cam Newton's been to the Super Bowl Why, Why wouldn't we want to bring in? You know, let's get the best talent here And later that week the Jaguars said they're going to trade him. <laughs> um, now they're backing off that and saying that, no, we're not, we don't really want to trade him now, but there were talks to get rid of Leonard Fournette. So be on the lookout for that. Leonard Fournette could be on the move. You know, I think that that whole franchise right now, they've been trying to get rid of, they've been getting rid of everybody slowly but surely, uh, starting with the defensive players last year. Um, you had Fowler, you had um, Jalen Ramsey, you had um, all those guys out there getting up out of there. So, um, I think it's only a matter of time. They're in a real rebuild mode. So, you know, Fournette, he's in the year, last year of his contract. I think he'll probably be up out of there. Um, either they'll ride him out, just ride him into the dirt, or they'll just trade him. You know, he's in the last year of his deal, so they'll try and get something out of him. Um, speaking with trade talks, with DeAndre Hopkins going to the Arizona Cardinals, it looks like Christian Kirk might be the guy out. Um, where it is that Dallas... Cowboys is looking to trade for Christian Kirk. Makes sense. Put him in that little slot. Uh, I think they got rid of Randall, Randall Cobb. So now they're looking for somebody who can bing, 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 bong, be right in a slot. And Christian Kirk will be nasty right there. So be on the lookout for that Christian Kirk. Arizona Cardinals probably getting traded to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, another thing, I don't know if you guys saw the New England Patriots, man. Uh, there, there was like seven teams that, that basically changed their, their um, jerseys and designs. Two of them changed their helmet designs. That was that was the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams, and then the Bucks, the Falcons, the Cal- uh, the Colts, the Browns, and the New England Patriots changed their jerseys. Uh, the New England Patriots are the latest. Um, they came out with their stuff last night, yesterday, and they look kind of cool. I kind of like them. I mean, I don't know. I, I like the jersey change. Um, I, kinda, I think it's kind of you know it sparks a little a new look. Uh, gives gives something a little different, little different. So I like it. I like it. Um, I wish the Bucks would have brought back them creamsicles. 
Um, the Rams had to change their logo because they some people basically said it started looking it looked like a penis, so they they went back and changed that real quick. Uh, the Bucks and the Falcons, I think theirs look okay. Um, the Colts kind of tweaked theirs a little bit. The Browns theirs look hard with that black on black. Um, so yeah, new uniforms coming in the NFL, and that is the news. Big Breezy Pre-Draft Rankings 2020 Quarterback Edition. Now, my first guy, my number one guy on my list, some people might say they got a little bit of trust in him. Some people might say they got more than enough trust in him. But his teammates, they say they got big trust in him. Big trust. Big trust. My number one guy, you know who it is, Lamar Jackson. The MVP of 2019. The boy was out of control. 176 rushing attempts. 1,206 yards rushing and seven touchdowns. That's that's pretty good for a running back, right? It's pretty good for a running back. Oh, oh, but wait. Let me add to that. 265 completions. 400 attempts. 66.1 completion percentage. 3,127 yards. Oh, 36 touchdowns thrown and six interceptions. <laughs> oh, my God. Big trust. He finished number one and number two times last year. Now, the only thing that kind of like concerns me is his TD rate. His TD rate was out of control. Out of control. 9% TD rate. That's just that's crazy. That's crazy. Usually, historically, people who have that high of TD rate, it usually drops down two or three percent the next year. So, you know, look for him to have more of a six, more of a seven, maybe six TD rate. I mean, he just when you got a guy that can run the ball and get a twelve hundred rushing yards and throw for three thousand. I mean, that right there is a recipe for number one. So, I mean, I don't even see why I'm spending so much time talking about this, really. Um, it's only two guys that I would pick number one or number one. It's either him or my number two guy. Um, let's move on. My number two guy. Well, so yeah, number one, Lamar Jackson. Stop it. It's all good. He's that number one guy. Bet on him. Um, my number two guy, the one that I'm splitting hairs with, he finished eighth. Um, my number two guy is Patrick Mahomes. You know, Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about a guy who who has the potential to finish number one every single year, you know, in that offense, you know. He got hurt last year, hurt his knee, but he still came out to have a pretty damn good season, finished eighth with getting hurt. You know, 319 completions, 484 attempts, 4,031 yards, 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, that's 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 awesome. Um, 218 rushing yards, two TDs, see, he, uh, Lamar Jackson had a thousand more rushing yards than him. So that's why I put Lamar Jackson number one. You know, and I get it. The more he gets older, he's not going to be rushing the ball like that. But for right now, Lamar Jackson all day. Patrick Mahomes, number two. Um, he only had one first or second finish all year last year. One. He only had one. Now, he was a QB1 still. He was still a QB1, which I'm, I'll take that any day long, but all day long. But you when you. When you draft Patrick Mahomes, and a lot of people drafted him early, you know what I'm saying? But when you draft guys like uh, Patrick Mahomes, 
Think about the year two years ago. Nobody hardly drafted him, and he and he had a great season, and it was worth it. You know why? Because you didn't draft him high. See, when you have guys like Lamar Jackson and you have Patrick Mahomes, guys like that, you get better. It feels better when you when you buy those guys later, and then they put up crazy numbers. Because if you pick those guys high, and then they have they don't have the crazy numbers, all of a sudden you just wasted a pick because. You could have put that pick on a star running back. You could have picked that pick on a star receiver. You know what I'm saying? So this is the dilemma when you have guys like Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson because people, they want to jump up and get those guys. Of course. Of course they want to jump up and get them. Who, you know what I'm saying? And and I'm not recommending that you don't. I'm just saying I'm not. I wouldn't jump up and get those guys that high. Like at the first round, you know, I at the earliest, at the earliest I would look at um, Lamar Jackson or Pat Mahomes would be late second third round you know but a lot of people will probably wait to the fifth round but those two guys are the only two guys that you really would even put in that like maybe jump up and get that in the second round you know what i'm saying i wouldn't do it in the first round that's just crazy but the second round i would definitely probably sneak up late if i had a late second round pick lamar jackson i, I might pull that trigger but like i say it depends on who you are it depends on what you can pick up on the back end you know because you don't want to just think about it you, you you jump up and get that starting quarterback you get him, and then all of a sudden he gets hurt. You know, you're not gonna be able to really, really, really um, capitalize off of that because now the the guy on the waiver wire, you can pick up some scrubbler matter little quarterback. But now take this take this into account. Say you pass up on a starting running back. Now that starting running back gets hurt. It's gonna be hard to replace that starting running back because it's you. You're not gonna find many people to replace Zeke. In the fifth round. You know what I'm saying? But you can find somebody to replace a quarterback. You can pick up a Phillip Rivers. You can pick up a Matt Ryan. You can pick up, you know what I'm saying? A late round guy that can still put up 30 touchdowns. It's harder to replace um, the quarter, the, the the running back. So that's why I say don't just jump out the window so early just because you feel like, oh, Patrick Mahomes and them, they, Lamar Jackson, oh, they could put up 55 touchdowns. Well, what if they don't? You know what I'm saying? Now you just missed out on talent right there. So, Weigh your options out. There's a lot of quarterbacks up there that can put crazy numbers. But if you feel like, yo, man, this is Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes year, and you feel like they're going to put up 50, hey, trust your gut. Do what you got to do. Get your guy. I, I probably won't be able to get him, but get your guy. So, yeah, Pat Mahomes is number two. He finished number eight last year. My number three quarterback. This might surprise you a little bit, but not to me. Because if you look at the writing on the wall, um, this guy... He should he should put up numbers. Um, he finished number two last year, um, had three hundred and eighty eight completions, five hundred ninety six attempts, um, almost threw for five thousand yards, four hundred four thousand nine hundred yards, thirty touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Uh, he rushed for two hundred seventy seven yards and three touchdowns. Dak Prescott, Mr. Prescott, now I like that. Um, he surprised me last year with where he finished at, um, finishing number two. I mean, that was that was pretty crazy. But if you think about it, he 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 was going off, you know, he was going off. So now you bring in, um, you got McCarthy. You, he's got the same OC, Kellen Moore. He's got the same OC. But then you add in, you take away Jason Garrett, and then you throw in Blake Jarwin, more athletic. You got uh, Michael Gallup. You got Cooper and Zeke. Um, Dallas Cowboys is one of the teams. To where if you look at it, they got two receivers that can have a thousand yards. He's got they're they're like one of them teams 
And I'll, I'll go through a few of these too, but they're one of them teams that can have two receivers that could catch a thousand, thousand yards worth of stuff. So Cooper and Gallup, those, those, those are two monster receivers that, that, that can put in work. And then, like I say, Dak, so Dak's got it around him, you know, to do it again. So that's why I say, I think, and he runs the ball. I think Dak's rushing touchdowns, probably three touchdowns. He, he could easily have five or six. So be on the lookout for that. I think that's a really good guy um, to really take off. Um, and if you really look at it, it could be the year. People were talking about last year being the year of the black quarterback. Well, look at this. I got four black quarterbacks in the top five. Four. And then if you look at it, you'll see. All right. So that Prescott, he's a guy that can really definitely put up numbers. And number three, um, I think my number four guy coming in. He is a young buck, but man, with the weapons he's got over there, there's no way he can't put up crazy numbers. Um, that's Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is my number four quarterback. Um, he will be drafted as a top five QB. Um, you think about it, he was he finished number seven last year, and that was without DeAndre Hopkins. His rookie year, he finished number seven. You know what I mean? And that was coming off of 349 completions. You know, 542 attempts, 372 yards, 3,722 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. He had four rushing touchdowns and 544 rushing yards on 93 attempts. So, like I said, it goes back to that thing of the the quarterbacks that are rushing are going to be a little higher. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be a little higher. So I put them a little higher. But Kyler Murray, he's stepping into his own. He's got DeAndre Hopkins. He's got Larry Fitz. Christian Kurt maybe get traded. He's got a running back in Ken- Kenyon Drake and catch the ball out of the backfield. So Kyler Murray, I think, is my number four guy. Um, like I said, he finished seventh last year and didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. So what do you think he can do now? He's definitely going to go up. So Kyler Murray, number four quarterback. My number five quarterback is an old guy. But if you really look at what he did um, before he broke his hand and after he broke his hand, I mean, he, he pretty much could have led the league last year. So I can't take I can't take that out, out of uh, consideration. Considering he is a legend and he's always up at that top five, always. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is my number five quarterback. He finished twenty second last year because he got hurt. Um, he added Emmanuel Sanders. Um, he's the most accurate quarterback in NFL, and probably the most accurate in NFL history. Since he came, he was the number three quarterback. Once he came back from his little hand injury, he was basically the number three quarterback the rest of the year um, with points per game. So Drew Brees, as you can see, he is that guy. And in an offense, Sean Payton, you know, Alvin Kamara, Mike Thomas, the best, best, arguably the best receiver in the game. You got to think Drew Brees is going to be right up there, too. So Drew Brees is my number five quarterback. He threw for 208 completions, 3, uh, 378 attempts. 2,979 yards, 27 touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, he had one rushing touchdown. So, I mean, you, you, he had 27 throwing touchdowns that he missed almost four or five, four games. So, I think Drew Brees easily could have led the league and easily could have been the number one quarterback. But, you know, of course he got hurt. So, Drew Brees comes in at my number five because that, in that offense, he's, he's always going to be crazy, put up crazy numbers. His efficiency is just retarded. So, um, a little tidbit too, I want to throw at you right before I go into this number, my number six guy. I just want to let you guys know that nine out of the first 10 quarterbacks taken, nine of them, 
they all finish lower than where they were taken. So just take that into account of all not the first nine out of 10 quarterbacks. They all finish below whatever we thought it was going to do. So there's no science to this, but you know, you can, you can lower the variables if you pick the right guy, you know what I'm saying? If you pick the right guy, the right round, you know, if you don't spend that much, um, Spend much draft capital on picking up one guy, then it could work out. You know what I'm saying? The thing is value, value, and we'll talk about that later in the round, later. But value—that's the thing. Value. When you get it, when you if you can get a guy in the sixth round, well, if you can get a guy in the sixth, seventh, eighth round that can put up the same numbers that, that a guy that, who picked up in the third, guess what you won? Because now you got better running backs and your quarterback's still doing the same thing he's doing. So, ah, uh, my number six guy. And this goes back to the year of the black quarterback. My number six guy, he finished number four last year and was a monster for the Seattle Seahawks. But if you had this guy, he was a monster, but all of a sudden he basically, he, he killed you too because he was a monster, but he sucked because he was up and down. You know, he, he one week he was killing and then the next week he was trash. I had him. I drafted him. Um, I didn't draft him. I, I traded for him. And once I got him, he had one good game. And then all of a sudden, he just became average. And then he just, oh, he had one more good game. And then he averaged. And then average, and it was like up and down, up and down. And I, I basically lost as much as I won. So it really didn't really help me or benefit me. It was one of those things where it was like, whatever. <laughs> He's thrown for 30 plus touchdowns in four of the last uh, five seasons. They added Greg Olson, you know, uh, 341 completions, 516 attempts, 4,000. 110 yards thrown. He threw for 31 touchdowns and five interceptions. That's a great touchdown interception ratio. He rushed for three touchdowns and had 342 rushing yards. So Russell's Russell Wilson is the man, man. He's always gonna be that guy who's gonna be right at the top of rushing and um throwing. He, he's an all-around great athlete. He's got a great arm, you know, he's got good receivers. I mean, shoot, he's DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. You know, his only problem is, is Pete Carroll, he wants to run the ball. Pete Carroll wants to run the ball. And that's why it's hard sometimes to judge on judge him on what he's doing because Pete wants to run the ball. You know, and it's a lot of a lot of um Deshaun's plays come off of I mean a lot of um Russell Wilson plays come off of him just creating. You know what I'm saying? It's just off him creating. So Russell Wilson is my number six quarterback. I like him to um to be right up there. He finished number four last year. But Russell's always going to be up there. He's consistent as hell. So, yeah, Russell Wilson is my number six quarterback. My number seven quarterback is Mr. Watson. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Watson. <laughs> 495 attempts, 3,852 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. He rushed for seven and touchdowns and had 413 yards rushing Whew. now he could be higher on my list but i don't know about his receiving core you know I'll, i mean steals fuller uh brandon cooks kiki cootie kiki cootie you know what i'm saying like who's the guy who's the guy all of them stay hurt concussions uh well brandon cooks will fuller can't stay healthy kiki cootie got hurt last year you know what i'm saying Kenny Stills can't stay healthy. 
So I just don't know. I think if anything, his rushing total, his rushing yards will probably go up, and his his rushing touchdowns will go up. I don't know about passing, because um, because I don't. If those guys can stay healthy, he's got a hell of a receiving core. But if they don't stay healthy, we'll see. Um, but I just think Deshaun Watson, when you take away D Hopkins, they, you kind of got to drop it a little bit because D Hopkins um, brings so much attention to his side. Now he don't got that guy no more. So D Watts finished number five last year, but I got him at number seven this year. Um, he's my number seven guy. My number eight guy finished number six last year. And he's, like I said, falls in line with the rushing quarterback. These guys rush the ball and they can get a lot of touchdowns on the, uh, a lot of touchdowns and yards on the ground. Uh, this guy, he, I think he'll take a next step. He's a little inaccurate, but he can, he can, he can fix that. He can fix that. Uh, he, he's a big boy. He got a new, a new friend in Stephen Diggs. My number um, eight guy is Josh Allen. Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, 271 completions, 461 attempts, 3,089 yards passing, 20 touchdowns thrown, nine interceptions. He had 500 yards, 510 rushing yards, and nine touchdowns rushing on 109 attempts. So the boy likes to run the ball. He didn't run it as much as he did um, 2018. Uh, because in 2018, he had 52 yards rushing on average. 2019, he had 31 yards rushing on average. So he tried to stick in the pocket a little bit better. I got to give him credit for that, for trying to stick in the pocket better. Still got to work on his accuracy. He throws a hell of a deep ball, hell of a deep ball. And you got John Brown smoke back there. And when you got Stephen Diggs back there, Stephen Diggs is one of the best route runners right behind Devontae Adams and them. You know, Stephen Diggs is really going to benefit from this. If he can just be accurate and hit Stephen Diggs on the balls, I think Stephen Diggs could have a huge year. You're talking about somebody who was a leader in the league in um, balls 20-plus yards down the field. So if I can get Josh Allen hitting him in stride and hitting him hitting him good, I think Stephen Diggs could have a huge year, depending on Josh Allen's accuracy and, and just if he can stay back in the pocket and not run. But he's proven that he wants to sit back there and do it, so I got to give him credit on that. Josh Allen's a bad boy, so we, you know I, he comes in number eight for me. I, I, I think um, if you pick him up, you'll be happy with Josh. Josh. Josh Allen. You just gotta be be wary. Be wary of his accuracy and if he's gonna run the ball or not. So, um, Josh Allen comes in at number eight. My number nine quarterback finished number twenty nine last year. He only played eight games, but in those eight games, he was a top six quarterback in half of them. You know, um, he's got the most passing yards. 20-plus yards down the field. He's got the most. And his receiver, Kenny Galladay, was the second most as uh, far as 20-plus 20, 20 yards down the field. His health hasn't been a problem. He's played nine, nine 16-game seasons since 2011. That's huge because at the beginning of his career, they thought he, was, he wouldn't be healthy. They thought he kept getting hurt. Matthew Stafford, 187 completions, 291 attempts. 2,499 yards, 19 touchdowns, five interceptions, and um, no rushing touchdowns. You know, but before he got hurt, he was, he was, shoot, he was right up there, top six in the league. So Matt Matt Stafford is a guy that if he don't get hurt, he, he could easily throw him for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns, easily. I'm looking at Matt Stafford, and he's one of those guys that I would – pick up in them late rounds he's one of them guys at late rounds that you can pick up and you can be super happy if he stays healthy he could throw for 5,030 touchdowns you know what I mean you pick him up in the eighth round ninth round 
So Matthew Stafford is my number one quarterback. He finished number 29 last year. I think he'll be good. Um, don't be scared. Don't be scared of him. You know, he, he, he's a good guy. I think he'll, he'll produce for you. Um, he's got Kennedy Galladay, deep ball. He catches deep balls and he catches big plays. Got Marvin Jones back there. He's got TJ Hawkinson back there with him. So I think Matthew Stafford, you'll be happy with him at number nine. My number 10 guy. Oh, and I know some people might hate me, but you know what? I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at this guy being number 10. Um, he finished number 10 last year. <laughs> uh, if he, if you had this guy, if you drafted him, you probably drafted him high. I mean, honestly, I drafted him early. And he, for me, is the reason why I will never take a quarterback earlier than any earlier than the fourth round because I picked him in the third round and he cost me big time. He had probably the worst six games of his career um, where he was straight trash. Aaron Rodgers is my number 10 quarterback. He was straight trash um, last year for me. I mean, if you look at his numbers, yeah, he finished number 10, but this is Aaron Rodgers. When you pick him, like I said, you pick him that high, you expect him to do more, and he didn't do shit for me. Uh, 353 completions, 596 attempts, 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, you can't thats you can't argue with that. That's great. He had one rushing touchdown, but the thing is, is when you pick Aaron Rodgers, you want him to be, you think he's going to do better, but 40% of the time, he was bad. 40%, uh, more than 40%, um, I'm sorry. 60% of the time, he was bad. 60% of the time. So, like, you only got 40% of good from it. And that ain't good. <laughs> he beat up on all the bad teams. You know what I'm saying? He had literally five good games. And, and and when we're talking about some of those games was Oakland, Philly, Philadelphia, and KC early. Whenever they didn't have no, um, whenever they didn't have any defense. So, he beat up on the bad teams and he got his ass whooped by the good teams. Chicago whooped his ass and all them boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it was a bad year for him, and I think I'm not gonna say he's dropping off. I'm not gonna say he's falling off. I'm just saying I don't think with that new offense, I don't know how much Aaron Rodgers we're gonna see of the old Aaron Rodgers. So I dropped him to ten. Um, it is what it is. Hopefully he can recover from that. But to me, I can't put him any higher than that because I saw it last year and it was a disappointment. It was a disappointment last year. He just didn't he didn't perform like I thought he should have, and you know. It, it cost me. Honestly, it cost me across leagues. I didn't I didn't do shit across leagues all because Aaron Rodgers basically killed me. So Aaron Rodgers is my 10 quarterback. Quarterback number 10. My number 11 guy. Then it's number 19. He was horrible last year compared to like his ex- expectations. 317 completions, 534 attempts, 3,084, uh, 3,827 yards. 22 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, uh, three rushing touchdowns. I mean, he had the third worst completion rate in the NFL. He had the fourth worst turnover rate in the NFL. He was sacked 40 times, 40 times, 40, 40. I don't know what you're going to do right there. I don't know who can recover from that. Baker Mayfield was straight trash. I got him at number 11. Ah, Baker, Baker, Baker. What are you going to do for me? Baker, Baker, Baker. Help me help you. Help me help you. You got all the weapons in the world right now. You got everything you need right now. I don't know what else to give you. You got Austin Hooper over there now. You got two tight ends. You got Njoku. You got uh, super two super talented receivers in ODB, uh, OBJ and uh, Jarvis Landry. You got two super talented running backs. I mean, there's no excuses. You got to put up the numbers. 
you got everything around you, so do it. Um, I got Baker with all that with all that around him. If he can literally uh, fix that sack, fix that completion percentage, and like turnover rate, you cut those in half. He's 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 top. He's a top twelve guy. So B- Baker Mayfield comes at number eleven for me. Um, Baker Mayfield, get your mind right, Baker. My number twelve guy. He's he's another guy. Um, who's got two monster receivers, Calvin Ridley and Julio, 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 Julio Jones. Um, I love saying his name like that. He's such a beast. Um, Matt Ryan comes in for me at number 12. He finished number 11 last year. Um, like I say, he's got Matt, he's got two just stud receivers. He's got Hayden Hurst down there now. Uh, from from Baltimore, he's got Todd Gurley who came over. Austin Hooper's out, but now listen to this. Listen to his years, his finishes. He finished seventh. He finished nineteenth. He finished second. He finished fifteenth. He finished second. And he finished eleventh in two thousand nineteen. So what does that say? If it trends right, that means he should be a top five guy this year. So you know, I'm, if I'm going off trends, he should be a top five guy this year. Um, Matt Ryan, he's been, I mean, Matt Ryan's always one of those guys, you know, you don't really pick him at the top, but he always somehow or another puts up numbers, um, 408 attempts, uh, uh, sorry, 408 completions, 616 attempts, 4,466 yards, 26 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, one rushing touchdown. I mean, he always puts up crazy numbers as far as passing numbers, but now, you know, he's got Julio, he's got Calvin Ridley. I think honestly, he could he could be in for another big year. Uh, if you ask me, I think Matt Ryan is going to be all right, serviceable. I think he'll, people pick him late, and that's why his values will be high because people will pick him late. So he's my number twelve quarterback. My number thirteen guys, listen, another guy with just two monster receivers, and, and you just look at it to where like, all right, you look at his, you look at the team, and then you're like, wait a minute, he's got somebody's got to catch the ball. And this guy's a veteran, and somebody's got to score. So, you know, Tom Brady. Tom Brady comes in at number 13 for me. Uh, 373 completions, um, 613 attempts, 4,000 yards thrown, 24 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. That was in New England where he didn't have shit. He had three rushing touchdowns. So Tom Brady is going to look to have a, another, monster, another monster year. Um, last year, people who thought he was going to fall off Seventh most passing yards in the NFL, fifth most uh, completions over twenty plus yards. You know, fourth most passing attempts. I mean, the old man can throw. The old man's arm is still alive. The old man is still alive. So don't even doubt that he's still good. With those receivers, OJ Howard, Cameron Brate, um, uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and then you got uh, uh, Ronald Jones. And then from what I heard. Rumor is is that the Bucks are trying to get another a, a better passing running back, so they're probably gonna get somebody to draft. The Bucks is looking up, man, and the, and Tom Brady's got a chance to put up some stats. You know, he finished 12th last year, and now moving up, I got him at 13. So I still think he'll be right there, right there, borderline top QB one. I think he'll be back in QB one, you know, with uh, with potential. So Tom Brady is my number 13. My next guy, number 14. He finished number nine last year. He finished at number nine with having nothing. He had nothing. Like, nothing. When you're throwing the ball to Greg Ward and Boston Scott, (laughs) 
That's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you ain't got nothing. Alshon's always hurt. You bring in D-Jets. Zach Ertz was hurt last year. He had nothing. Nothing. Carson Wentz, baby. Carson Wentz, my number 14 quarterback, threw for 4,000 yards. He had three, three, 388 att- uh, completions, 600, 607 attempts, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, one touchdown rushing. Carson Wentz was that dude and literally didn't have nothing. He was like MacGyver. Like literally had a duct tape. He had, he had a, a stick and he had a battery. And he made he made like a generator out of that. <laughs> like seriously. Like Carson Wentz, man. If you really look at what he done last year, you got to respect it because um, he he's he's a young guy. He's a he's a budding superstar. You know, should have been MVP one year. They said he messed up his ACL. You know, I still think he's got it in him. He's got some good years left in him. Um, I think he's got the potential to finish higher, but they got to get some help around there. You know, Djax is there, but what's Djax going to do? Is he going to stay healthy for the full season? Alshon, Alshon, you you haven't been a dependent. Alshon's been hurt since his rookie year. Come on, man. Quit depending on Alshon. He has that one good year. He has a good year, and then all of a sudden touchdowns, then he's trash. I don't. Alshon's trash. Get rid of him. Get him out of there. So Carson Wentz is low on my list because of his weapons. He's still a good quarterback, but he, his, his weapons is what brings him down for me. Um, so yeah, he's my number 14 quarterback. My number 15 quarterback, <laughs> Jared Goff. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, like, I would love to like say that, you know, Jared Goff is going to be good. He's going to be all right. But 22 touchdowns on 392 completions. That's pretty horrible. That's pretty horrible. 626 attempts, 4,638 yards, 22 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, <laughs> two rushing touchdowns. That is trash. 20, look, look, 22 touchdowns on 392 completions. That's garbage. But in that offense, like I say, he's, still, he's got two good receivers. He's got Robert Woods and he's got... Um, my little, your little, your little, my little Cooper Cup. He's got Cooper Cup. So Cooper Cup is going to be, you know, he's going to be, he's going to get his. And then Robert Woods is going to get his. So I like it. And then you got um, Daryl Henderson out of the backfield catching passes. I think Jared Goff is going to have a bounce back year. But I, I wasn't 100% sold on him. So I stuck him at 15 with potential. He's got two good receivers that could, could, that could have potential to have that thousand yards, both of them. But we'll see. Um, I like him, but Jared Goff for me is still kind of low on that totem pole. He's a young guy. I think he's got potential, but he had that one good year, and now it's like let's he had a down year next year. Then I'll see it bounce back from that. You know who is the real Jared Goff? Would the real Jared Goff please stand up? Please stand up. You know what I'm saying? So Jared Goff comes at number 15. He finished number 13 last year. This next guy pop didn't really pop onto the team and start until week seven. But from week seven on, he was a quarterback number three. So you got to give him his respect. You know, he had the best yards per completion in the NFL. You know, 22 touchdowns on 20 on 201 completions. Now, that's the opposite of, uh, <laughs> of Jared Goff. Ryan Tannehill had 22 touchdowns on 201 completions. Jared Goff had 22 touchdowns on 309, 392 completions. 
<laughs> so Ryan Tannehill, he's my number 16. He was he finished number 21 last year. Like I said, 201 completions, 286 attempts, 2,742 yards, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions, four touchdowns rushing. Damn. I mean, like I said, he from week seven on when he started, from when he started starting, he was in quarterback number three. So he done it. Now, if you can guarantee me that, Ryan Tannehill, I'll pick that guy early. And I'll take that guy. I'll move him from 16. And I'll move him on up into that top eight. Because he can rush the ball too. But New Year, they're a running team. They've said that. Derrick Henry's a beast. King Henry's gonna get the ball. You know, I like AJ Brown. I like Corey Davis. You know, Tajay Sharp is gone. You know, I think Delaney Walker's gone. So Johnu Smith is gonna probably step in there and probably pick up, pick up where, where he left off. But like I say, let's think about this now. Ryan Tannehill. Are you gonna put are you gonna put your eggs in all, all his basket? No, I'm not putting my eggs all in his basket. I don't we don't know who Ryan Tannehill is. Now, like I said, if you're gonna give me week seven on Tannehill, I'll take him. But if you're gonna give me Miami Tannehill, I'm cool. You can leave him right there. So if he's gonna step in and, and, and be this guy that we think he is from week seven on, all right, cool. Quarterback three, I'll take that. You know, be on the lookout for that. But don't 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 sleep on him, but just kind of don't don't reach for him. Don't reach for him, because we don't know. We don't know yet. So be aware of that. Ryan Tannehill, he's my number um, 16 quarterback. Only because, like I say, only because the all in the offense, it's a run first offense. So you really can't you can't fight that. That's just what it is. He's a good guy. Ryan Tannehill's a good guy, but he's just um, he's Ryan Tannehill to me. <laughs> um, my number 17 guy. This guy, man. Now listen to me. You th- take take. Take last season to throw it out. I, I shouldn't even really talk about it. You know what? I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not. I'm just going to tell you like this. Number 17, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Deontay Johnson. Juju Smith. Connor. Jalen Samuels. Eric Ebron. Big Ben. Big Ben wasn't there last year. Big Ben's there this year. If Big Ben stay healthy, he's traditionally a top 10, top 20 quarterback. So, and especially when he got weapons. When he got weapons, he's definitely, you know, when he had AB, he was throwing numbers. So Big Ben, um, he's always that guy that you, that could put up crazy numbers. You remember them six touchdown games he had a few years ago? So, like, 17, Big Ben. He finished 53 last year, but like I said, he was hurt. He hurt his arm. He's back. I think Big Ben's going to have a good season. Um, believe in him. Pick him. Uh, pick him in him. He's, he's been one of them guys that you can put on your bench on the late rounds and be like, oh, okay, cool. Um, boom. Ben Rosberger, and all of a sudden he'll put up numbers for you. So, Big Ben's my number 17. My number 18 finished 15th last year. Uh, 390 completions, 591 attempts, 4,615 yards, 23 touchdowns to 20 interceptions. Ugh, that's garbage. Philip Rivers. Philly Rivers. Philly 5-4-4. Come on, man. Get fix the interceptions. You in a new place. You with the Colts now. You back with Frank Wright. Frank Wright helped you out when you was in uh, the Chargers, San Diego. I still think Frank Wright can get your mind right. He's a quarterback whisperer. He can he can he can bring those interceptions down. But the thing is, is Philip Rivers is a gun. He's a gunslinger. Philip Rivers loves to just sling the ball. So he's gonna make those mistakes. He's got T. Y. back there. He's got Pascal. He's got um, Jordan Wilkins. He's got Marlon Mack. You know, he's he's got guys back there. Um, I think I think he Philip Rivers can put up some numbers. 
I think Phillip Rivers can put up some numbers. You know, Jack Doyle, you know what I'm saying? I think Phillip Rivers can put up some numbers. Um, so don't be afraid of him in the late rounds. He's a, he's a good, to me, he's a good backup quarterback. You put him on your bench, and then all of a sudden, if he if he has a good season, okay, cool. If your guy's slacking off, you put Phillip Rivers in because you know he's going to put up, he's going to be consistent. And in that offense, like I say, I think in that offense, Frank Wright, I think he can bounce back and he can put up some okay numbers. Not saying he's going to be a top, top guy, but he'll be serviceable. So Phillip Rivers is my number 18 guy. Um, my number 19 guy, Danny Dimes. Danny, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. I got I got Danny Dimes. See, 19, 20, 21, 22, all these guys right here up in the name, they could all be, they, they could be thrown in there. You know, think about Kirk Cousins. He was he's my number twenty guy. Um, Jimmy G. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, Sam Darnold. So all these guys right here, this back end, could be anywhere. I, I you know, Philip Rivers is my number eighteen. Daniel Jones number nineteen. Danny threw for you know twenty four touchdowns, twelve interceptions last year, three thousand yards, four hundred and fifty nine attempts, two hundred eighty four completions. He rushed for two touchdowns, so he's athletic. He was young. He was learning. So I think he's got a he's got a chance to move up. Uh, Jimmy G, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold finished 27th last year. Jimmy G finished 14th. I hate Jimmy G, Jimmy G, but in that offense, he should be able to do something. Uh, notes: Jimmy G had the lowest average uh, depth for target, 6.5 yards. He he had the lowest percentage down the field. He threw the ball he threw the ball down the field 6.5% of his passes. So that's trash. Um, if you're looking to get Debo Samuels and guys like that, those aren't good um, statistics. Um, that's good for you know Kittle. If you get Kittle, yeah, he's gonna drop the ball down all day long to Kittle. But if you're a deep ball guy, receiver guy, I think Jimmy G's trash for you. Um, so yeah, I mean, 19 is Daniel Jones. Kirk Cousins would be my number 20 guy. You know, Kirk Cousins. I think he's got weapons. He he lost Diggs, but he's accurate. Threw for 3,600 yards last year, 26 touchdowns, rush one rush touchdown, um, three 307 completions. You know, look for look for Kirk Cousins maybe to make that move. Other than that, um, I can give you a few other. You know, maybe Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke is a guy that I think in dynasty leagues could be big. Um, guys like that, you know. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky, trash. <laughs> Trash. Gardner Minshew. I think Gardner Minshew, maybe. You never know. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are my quarterbacks, man. Like I say, quarterbacks are funny, man. You know, if you can get you a good one, get you a good one. But if not, you know, wait and pick you up one of these late round guys. Because I remember years ago, um, they did this little uh, experiment where basically every single week there was this um, podcast of people who took players. They basically took a free agent, free agent wire guy off the wire quarterback every single week. And basically they did that every week and that quarterback, it was basically quarterback number six. So you can pick up a guy off the waiver wire every single week. And if you did that, it basically be quarterback number six. So you don't have to jump up high and get that guy. You can wait. That's if you're not one of these guys that do your research and don't like know his stuff, I wouldn't do that. If you know your stuff and you can pick the right guys, yeah, take them chances. If you don't really know your stuff, stick with the guys who you know for a fact that can put up the numbers. So. Those are my quarterbacks, one through ten. Um, I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, yeah, hey, quarterbacks, look at the list, check it out, send me your own uh, opinions, and uh, we're gonna keep this moving, man. Titans is gonna be next. Yeah. Right. 
Mama, the mailman outside. All right, let's see what the mailman got for us. Let's see here. Do you think DJ Shark can repeat from what he did last year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, last year he did, he finished 16th. He had 73 receptions, 118 targets, uh, 1,008 yards, and eight touchdowns. So he was 16th. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he be able to do that? Uh, Minshew's back. He likes him. I think D.D. Westbrook is the is the number two there. Um, I think D.J. Shark played, uh, proved last year that he was the guy. He was the number one guy for them, uh, receiver-wise. Leonard Fournette's there, so they're going to have people in the box. I think DJ Shark's got a chance if he can continue to build on his success. Yeah, I think he can have. See, I think he can have probably more, more like 85 receptions, 120 targets, maybe 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns. So, DJ Shark, check him out. Next question: Does Derek Carr have a chance to be a QB one? Um, no. Uh, probably the best thing I've got for Derek Carr is probably back in QB two. Um, year two of Gruden's offense, I think Derek Carr will be better. He's got Marcus Mariota there now, kind of pushing him. He's got Darren Waller, uh, all-world tight end. He's got Terrell Williams, who played very, who played well when he was healthy last year. Um, Hunter Renfro, Zay Jones, Keelan Dawes. I mean, they got they got a cool, cool little squad. Josh Jacobs, Jalen Richard. Um, I think they got a little cool little nucleus, but I don't think it's, it's going to be enough to push him to. QB1. I mean, QB back in QB2 is about, about all I got for him. Next question we have. What's going on in the New England backfield? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I haven't really talked about those guys much because Shoney Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead, Damian Harris, there's four of them. I don't know. Sony Michelle is, is the guy you would think, but then last year he wasn't shit. James White is consistent. He's the passing down back. But then you throw in a little Rex Burkhead, and then Damian Harris towards the end of the year start getting the game. Stay away. I don't want none of those guys. Leave New England backfield alone. Belichick is notorious. Don't mess with him. And last piece of mail out of Philadelphia. Do you believe Dallas Goddard has a chance to overtake Zach Ertz? for the tight end position in Philadelphia. Ooh, I don't think he's gonna just overtake him, but the proof has been right there that Dallas Goddard is getting more receptions and he's getting more targets and he's there. You know, 58 receptions, 87 targets, 607 yards, um, five touchdowns. Yeah, Zachary's got a lot hurt yesterday, last year. Um, he still had 135 targets, 88 receptions, 916 yards, and six touchdowns. But you know, Zach Ertz is still doing his thing, but Dallas Goddard's right there. And from what I know, Zach Ertz is definitely getting a little older. Dallas Goddard's the younger guy. So, yeah, I mean, I would look for this year, next year, for Dallas Goddard to kind of start taking over that um, little tight end position for Philadelphia. So, Dallas Goddard, if you got him in Dynasty Leagues, hold on to him. I like him. So, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Zone Coverage. I really appreciate it. I'm so blessed to have you guys as listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I brought you guys running backs. I brought you guys receivers. I brought you guys quarterbacks. Next is the tight ends. 
and then we on to the draft, baby. The draft. I can't wait. I'm so excited. All right. So keep hitting me up emails. That's bxharden at yahoo.com. Keep hitting us up on Twitter. Coverage underscore show. You know what I'm talking about? Coverage underscore show on Twitter. And uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling, man. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Thank you so much. Stay blessed during this quarantine. Stay safe. And um, hey, we'll see you guys next time. Take it easy.